Hey, kings and queens, welcome back to the Thing About Us podcast. I am Willie. And I'm Fiona. How you doing, my queen? Hey. This is uh is this our first time back? No. What no. we what we do? What we do last week? Last week was my solo episode. Yeah, that's what it was. Okay. We we'll we have to get into that. We'll Uh-oh. get into we'll get into that. Uh-oh. Um but we got company today. Got my brother with me from the from the league. The Justice League. Yep. Him and all his friends. Yeah. So I think it's the thing about y'all. <laughs> Sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. Point taken. But uh <laughs> uh how you doing, my brother? Joe Laura from the the blah, blah, blah. I better say the thing about Joe. <laughs> Bo talk Bo talk about Joe. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great. How about y'all? <laughs> it's Sunday. It is a lazy Sunday for me. Like I'm struggling right now. <laughs> I'm struggling. I'm glad I got my notes today because otherwise we'd just be sitting here just telling some jacked up stories, talking about <laughs> dinosaur piss and stuff. Oh, I don't Lord. Know. No, 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 no. You look sleepy That's all in stories. your eyes. Yeah, I, I, I think it, like you said, it could just be my allergies. I don't know. But like we do every week, mm-hmm. how was your week? How was your mental health? Go ahead, Queen. You start us off. <laughs> well, back to the salt mines. I'm back at work. Everybody knows I'm back at work. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it won't be official, official until the kids come, which is Wednesday. But I have been struggling this week. My back went down, and it was something crazy. Mm-hmm. It kind of started ramping up last weekend. But by Tuesday, I was in full-blown panic mode because I couldn't move so well at all. Mm. I had gone to the chiropractor Wednesday and Thursday, still no improvement. Um, He was off Friday. Friday? Saturday was the first day I was able to get out of bed by myself without any assistance. Mm -hmm. So I feel much better today, but it was it was definitely touch and go. Okay. So. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better. I'm glad I'm feeling better too. What about you? How's your week? My week was. It was just busy. I've been busy the last couple weeks at work. no, no, no issues. No, no real issues. But I, I know I, I did have to jump on my, um, my problem child. I had to, had to jump on him. So um, I was watching him work. Mm-hmm. You know, just seeing how he was moving. He, he was moving a little slow. So I had to, uh, had, had to go over have a um, one on one with him to, 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 to get that up. And metabolism <laughs> <laughs> up and going because yeah yeah he he I don't know what was going on I guess it was Friday and or maybe he stayed up the night before gaming but I was like look get this shit together you need to go because this job that you're working on is a twenty minute job and it's been an hour and a half oh wow so yeah so I had a I had a I had a light of fire under under him but once we he I, I can tell he was a little uh he was a little perturbed. He 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 was a little he was a little mad at me because he was like I go say something and he kind of be like yeah <laughs> okay no the 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 one word mm-hmm. the one word uh, responses 
So I was like, all right, I, I give him about another hour or so. Then we was back to, you know, he, he, hi, and, and you know, all this yeah, stuff. He so he, yeah, he, he getting needed, on his nerve in the moment. Yeah, yeah. But you know what was funny is uh, I feel like at, we had like this one moment where it kind of felt like the old warehouse mm-hmm. feeling. We was cracking jokes and, you know, vibing and stuff. And I was playing some uh, OJs. Yeah, I was playing some OJs. It's always, when I, when I first get there, I always turn up the speaker. Mm-hmm. And, you know, kind of just get the mood, you know, the mood right, you know. Sit the mood for the day. Yeah, you know. You, you, got, you, know. you got mood music for work. Yeah, I do. So, <laughs> you got going on on? And, uh, you know, I, I, be, I play like a lot of upbeat music, you know, to kind of get, you know, get the fellas, you know. Get the bones going and stuff. Mm-hmm. This is for all the truck drivers. So, and I was, uh, I pulled up on one of them and he was like, Yeah, that's that, uh, that's that old school back in the day music right there. And he's bald headed. I said, Is that where you left your hair? And we lost <laughs> it. <laughs> I mean, it's five o'clock in the morning and we just had the giggles for a good 30 minutes off the back of that. But, <laughs> um, I, t- I tell you something that I, I've I've learned about myself. Mm-hmm. I learned something about myself this week. Uh, I know Resident Big Brother had dropped uh, an episode called You, mm-hmm. and he was talking about the mirror, and it, it's something that I do quite often. And and I was kind of reflecting, and I and I think I kind of figured out, Joe, why I have a lot of. Um, uh, uh, Let's just say aggression toward toward other coworkers, and you know, uh, sometimes towards the wife, you know. But I, I think o- over the years I've developed this sense of being a, a lone wolf. I don't like depending on people, and then like especially at work, I've gotten used to not depending on people. So I just I just do it. Mm-hmm. So when people try to help. It's like no, you're you're more in the way than you are helping me because I've already I've I have a structured system of how I do things and how I work and you know the way I want things to go. So I think that kind of it 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 I can't think of what the word is. I'm having issues today. Control. No, well it it can't come off as being a control freak, but. I think it just people take it the wrong way. Like I don't want, well, I don't want to be bothered. But, <laughs> but like I'm, I'm unapproachable, or you know, I don't want no help. It's like no, it's just that I'm used to not having help. So over the years, I've developed ways of how to get things done without needing anyone to get the job done efficiently. Mm-hmm. So I. I and I think, and I think that sometimes translate to home life too. You know, uh, translates to you know f- this my other relationships and friendships. You know, if, if if I get a sense that I can't count on you for something or whatnot, then I just take matters in my own hand. Then after that, it's just like, well, what 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 is your purpose at this point? You know what I mean? So. I'm 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 trying to I'm working on myself. I'm I'm working on myself. But other than that, it was a pretty it was a pretty good 
week. You know, you kind of um, for for told some things because stuff is breaking down left and right, and you kind of saw that. I'm, you know. Please explain. I'm talking about you know you. I feel like you for foretold the refrigerator. Our um, water line went out, so you can't get water out of, out of the refrigerator or the ice uh, machine is not making ice. I know third world problems, but. But what? You kind of you you kind of mentioned that last week because you were like, well, I know. Um, you started stashing away. Oh, uh, you talking about personal? Uh, I'm not personal, but the conversation we had off. Oh, that was that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got okay. Confused. So, so check this out, Joe. So it, it it really was work week was fine. Home life was a little bit different. So last weekend, the dryer goes out. Like right at the end of of us doing doing laundry. So I was like, okay, that's money. Got to get somebody out here. Well, it's going to be a two-week wait before somebody can come out here to look at the dryer. So I, I had to go somewhere to go do that, to go wash clothes yesterday. Well, then Friday, I, Friday morning, I woke up, and as I'm walking down the hallway, I'm hearing this. I'm like, what in the world? Because, you know, once you, you live in your house a long time, you know when there's an odd sound, like something just don't sound right. So I get I get into the kitchen, turn the light on, there's water on the floor underneath the refrigerator. So I'm like, what the world? So the water line, the ice maker line cracked. Mm. So it just so happens, like, as soon as I walked in the kitchen, as I was walking down the hallway, that's when I heard it. Like, so it just happened. So... So five o'clock in the morning, I'm trying to figure. I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Where's it coming from? Because I couldn't visually, I couldn't see it. I could just hear it. And so once I moved the refrigerator three feet from the wall, I was like, ah. So then I had to go get the um, turn off valve, turn that off, and it was just like, here we go. <sighs> Another bill don't stacked mm -hmm. up, you know. But I think what you're talking about is us us having to wait. You no, know, we're trying to like um keep things black right. or of color. You know what I mean? So, you know, you try to get, you know, a person of color who does plumbing, elect no mm -hmm. electrician, you know, stuff like that, but but then when you call them, I'm on my way or there there's like a really bad communication between the two. So nothing ever gets done. So you end up having to call a company that's going to charge you twice, you know, what they're going to, but you know, but you know, it's going to get done. So that's what happened last week but when you, I, I had a, uh, we had a area light. Yeah. 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 Put in. But then too, like I said, that goes with whether you deal with someone who, if that's, you know, their side hustle, as opposed to it being their profession. Yeah. Then we have to wait, but yeah, yeah. So, yay, Joe. How's your um? How was your week? How is your mental health, King? Week was good. Um, mental health. I'm doing all right. I, you know, it's a lot of it is. Um, I do I do the same thing every day. 
mm -hmm. work and it's kind of like repetitious a little bit. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I kind of already gotten used to it. And, uh, but, you know, it, everything's good. It's just hot, man. It's mm -hmm. hot, hot as hell. I mean, you go from, for instance, uh, yesterday, we were going to go, we went to my sister's house and we we're going to watch a fight. So we we're going to watch the Nate Diaz. And uh, I did like a little small bonus. My, that was my nephew that okay. I had on the podcast. And so my nephew was like, yeah, you know, Uncle Joel, you should bring your stuff and do a podcast. I'm like, yeah, sure. I was just going to go watch the fight and, and hang out with them and barbecue. Uh, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to take the car, check the tires real quick. And I was like, I'm just going to check the tires. And I mean, it took a total of a couple minutes, man, three minutes. And I was drenched, mm -hmm. Yeah, drenched, just hot. And I just showered. So I had to go back in the house, take a quick shower again, just, you know, cause I was sweaty. So mm -hmm. I was like, man, this sucks. And it's just, you know, max five minutes. I was out there just airing mm -hmm. up the tires real quick. Wow. So I mean, other than that, you know, everything's good. Home life is good. Works good. It's just, just hot. Yeah. Can't do anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, um, and it's not even. I mean, it's August. It's the hottest month here. Mm -hmm. So it's just gonna get hotter. Uh, but other than that, man, everything's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, it, it was this morning. It was nice and cool. It was like seventy-two, which is, it's crazy that seventy-two is cool. You know, mm -hmm. and then I wake up from my cat naps and I go outside and I'm like, what in the yes. world? Like it's sweltering. It's it's hot. It's humid. It's dry. And it's it's awful. It's awful. Yep. Yeah. So, I hear you. But, babe, I mean, you, you got an office job. I mean, you, you know, you got a classroom, so you should be nice and cool. OK, you know what? I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> Here we go. I'm, I said, I called it. Go. I called it. It's, I called it's it. too late. It's out there. Okay. It's out there. <laughs> okay. But we don't, we don't, yeah. You going to note that? Mm hmm Oh, so speaking of, yeah, you you did a, um, did a solo. I did a solo, and it's, that was only my second time ever. It's been a long time since I did my first solo episode. And so I was like a ball of nerves, you know, preparing, mm -hmm. over-preparing, um, second guessing myself, all of that. Oh, well, thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you didn't need to, but I got it done, and it's out there. So yeah, yeah, yeah sounds good. What's that? It sounded good, and it was good. Like the whole yeah, you know, yeah. Thank you. The first time it. it was it was great. You did a good job. I, I, yeah. I'm the best thing ever happened to this damn group. Nobody's bigger <laughs> than the group. <laughs> Y'all ain't stupid. <laughs> I'm the one selling the records. The one selling the records. They coming to see me. They coming to see the temptations. Ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. You so really? After, after this episode, uh, from the all the future promos is going to be the thing about Fiona. Go on. With special guest Willie. Go on somewhere. And then when we have guests, it'll be featuring. <laughs> 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 it'll Whatever. be featured <laughs> you have done way more solo episodes than uh, i have it has been the thing about you but all, all, all i'm doing baby i'm just trying to hype you up that's all i'm trying to do i'm just trying to hype you up you know what i'm saying just you no know, do you got you got a few more solos in you i know you do oh i do i yeah. do and i'm gonna um <clears throat> you know i might 
visit the teacher's lounge. We might visit the teacher's lounge once a month. It okay. might be, I might start, start doing it as maybe like a little bonus episode. Put it out in the meantime, in between times. Right, right. You know. I like it. Yeah. All right, well, <clears throat> y'all ready to get to it? Get to it. Why, why, why we here? Why are we here? Well, me and Joe, we're here to get banned. <laughs> <laughs> we're here to get censored. Look, we're here. Don't. We we here to to make sure that Big Brother was right. <laughs> I am here as the guardian. I am here to monitor things to make sure they don't go off track. Okay, and that neither podcast gets banned. <laughs> That you all are on your best behaviors. I, I had a disclaimer, but I didn't print out the one that Big Brother uh, said that we should do. Uh, so, mm. dare I ask what? No, okay. no, no. I let it go. Just don't, yeah, let it go. I let it go. We'll talk about it off off <clears throat> mic. So we so we're here to talk about the culture. For the culture. Okay. The 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 black and brown culture. That's why we're here. Okay. Uh, Joe, I don't know if you know your demographic. As far as um, podcast listeners, but I, I'm pretty sure um, it's not a lot of uh, Caucasian listeners no more over here. So, uh, so I, I think we're good. I mean the the ones <laughs> the ones that have sticked around. Look. I think I think they know the purpose of what we're doing and understand it. And the ones who left, well, you know they. They left. <clears throat> was that what was that clean enough, babe? Right. Go ahead. Okay. Keep going. Okay. So all right. So Joe, have you ever been to a black barbecue or get together before? I have. Mm. Um mm. yeah. It was uh I have a few times. <laughs> one, the one the one barbecue wasn't uh, it was an experience. Okay. And uh, it was it was completely. I have to I have to watch out what I say because this this mm. this barbecue was you know was in in Chicago. Mm. So I was I was in a little bit of uh, danger. <laughs> not, not, <laughs> you know what I mean? So a touchy it was, situation. Uh, yeah, I mean the the, in, the some of the individuals were. You know, where they're a little bit dangerous. But the person that invited me, uh, I was like, "Hey, let's come on, let's come over for a barbecue." And I was like, "Okay." So I went over to a barbecue, and uh, oh, well, there was a lot of barbecue going on, a bunch of people everywhere, and uh, it was, you know, I enjoyed it. Besides the part where it was a little scary at first, because mm-hmm. they recognized me mm-hmm. right away, mm-hmm. and like you said, Willie, they. They probably thought I was some kind of FBI informant or something. <laughs> they right away picked me out of the crowd. Like, what the hell is this guy doing here just like that? And I was like, uh-oh. Yeah. So uh, the guy I was with, he was super nice. And uh, he's just like, he's, you know, he's here with us. He's here with me. So then his father came out, which is, uh, you know, the main the main guy of the house, mm-hmm. which is his father. He showed up and just put everybody in check and they could be have a guest. You know, have some respect, and that was that was pretty much it. I mean, the stories, you know, it's a lot more wild, right? Right. Other than that, you know, he was good. He's like, you know, you're you're here with us, and 
know, you're good. So, but the food was amazing. Um, the people were great. You know, they treated treated me nicely. It was just some some people that were showing up that were that showing like, out. But yeah, but you know, but that I I know what you're talking about, and but I also feel like I think that happens at almost every get together, especially a black get together. Just oh, just about because there's been times people show up here, and I'm like, who is this? You eating my food, and I don't know who you are. So I, I'm gonna need whoever you with to come and introduce you to me. To me, before you fix your plate. Before you fix your plate, or before that fork hits the plate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I yeah, I, I, I think that happens kind of across the board, unless it's like a family function. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um. So okay, so what 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 was your favorite food, or the favorite thing that you ate? So my favorite thing there was uh, the mac and cheese. The mac and really cheese. Good. Yeah, they had all kinds of stuff. They had chicken, ribs. They had all kinds of different breads. I mean, it was like they, at the end of the when this thing whole started, right? Mm-hmm. It was. I must have been about hundred people. Mm-hmm. Like they just showed up. It was just like a regular Saturday and. Mm-hmm. Uh, Women were inside. I mean, they were just like cooking, 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 and they're just bringing <laughs> stuff out, man. Yeah, I was like, oh, and everything was delicious. But yeah, I, yeah, I mean, they just the food was really good. But the mac and cheese was just, man, I don't know what they put in there, but it was perfect. <laughs> so on the flip side, um, Mr. Willie, what's up? Have you ever been to a white barbecue? A white barbecue. Mm-hmm. Or, sh- or should I, I say a non-black barbecue? I have. <laughs> I can answer both of those questions. Oh, Lord. I have been to an unseasoned barbecue cookout. I have been to another color of uh, get-together, as, as you would say, yes. We all know the food is is not is it's unse- it's unseasoned and it's not just about the food. I just I want to hear oh. about, the, about the experience. About the ex- Did. I'm a, well for one that's that's part of the experience for me is going to be the food. Mm-hmm. So if the food's not hitting, then why are we here? Um, yeah, I mean, we can talk at work or we can talk, you know, at the at the red light. We don't have to oh. sit. Okay, I know, I know, I'm, I'm, I'm different. I know, I'm, I'm, I'm aggressive. I say that I, I'm aggressive. You're something else. Let's just put okay. It. Let's so, leave it at so that. let me ask you this, babe. How, what about you? What, what's been your experience? You know, out within the culture and outside of the culture, of going to like a um, barbecue or get together. What, what has been your experience? Well, please enlighten us. Mm-hmm. I've experienced. I've. Experience both. Um, going into it, your expectations are different. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm with my people, barbecue, or, you know, maybe it might be colleagues, barbecue, or friends, you know, cookouts. I feel like there's a, a difference between a barbecue and a cookout, you know, sometimes. It, it, it definitely is. <laughs> It is. Um, but I have only been to 
one, I don't even know if it was a cookout gathering, and you went with me. You remember when we went over Indiana? That's the only time I have just not felt comfortable. But the thing was, there was other black people there. Yeah. So but it wasn't a black-white thing. It, it was just... It, it wasn't a black-white thing, but you can tell... <laughs> tell what? Ooh, boy, it's right on the tongue. You can tell your people mm-hmm. and they people. Yeah, yeah. You 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 can tell because of the the vibe. Yeah. You know you you can tell, but at the same time, it was a work function, so it's a totally different vibe. No. Yes and no. I have been to work functions where the vibe was. You I'm, know, talking, I'm talking about that particular one that we went to. Yeah, it, it was a work function. Yeah. It was definitely a work function. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it it wasn't a black-white thing. It was definitely just uncomfortable. And I don't know how, I don't know any other way to put it into words. Well, see, th- this will give you a little backstory, Joe. So this, we went to this, uh, what was it, company? Uh, work work get-together, right? Basically, Fee, this was the first time Fee had met anybody else. She only met like one or two other people. Maybe four or five. Maybe but four. there were a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, but there was a lot of people that she didn't know. I didn't know. And I didn't know none of them. You know what I mean? So the it wasn't a strange vibe, but it was just like, I don't know you. You know, you don't know me, and then I'm the kind of person like I'm not here to get to know you, anyways. This is more, it was more of a mixer, kind of like for her. I'm just here for more support for her. But Joe, have you ever been to? <laughs> you said she cut uh, me off. Uh, <laughs> no, I I get what you're saying, and yeah. and everything you're saying is true. Yeah. But Joe, have you ever been to a function where you? You weren't necessarily in your comfort zone. It was a, un- but nobody was, nobody was making you feel uncomfortable. But nobody was trying to make you feel comfortable. It wasn't welcoming. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It wasn't hostile, but it was just like, like we really was just there, just there. Yeah, they offer food, but nobody washed their hands, and people, it's just <laughs> I couldn't do it. It's kind of like, it's kind of like getting, being new at a job and you, you come right in on the holidays mm-hmm. and you get invited to a Christmas mm-hmm. party. Yeah. You kind of know like two people mm-hmm. and you show up, but nobody's like, eh, and nobody's kind of talking to you. It's that's what it feels like. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just that uncomfortable. Like you're like, man, I, I should have just skipped this one and wait till next year. Right. Right. Yeah. And honestly, the only I didn't even ask you to go. You volunteered to go. And the reason you volunteered to go is because it was over the bridge in Indiana. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of deep into. I say I, it. I say <laughs> it. Look, Joe, when you look, close your eyes. Just close your eyes. Just, just go with me. Close okay. your eyes. Close your eyes. So we're driving through this um, suburban neighborhood right now keep, keep your eyes closed keep your eyes closed <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. so we're driving driving you, you, you driving you with your wife you know you're driving 
you start seeing a whole bunch of American flags just waving in the wind, flapping back and forth. And then the deeper you get into the neighborhood, you start seeing Trump flags just waving in the wind with the American mm-hmm. flags and the little signs in the uh, in, in, in the yard, you know, the, the little plastic ones that you stick, they got those. See, where we come from, Joe, there's a, like a lot of Black Lives Matter, you know, mm-hmm. signs in the, in, in, in the yard. And, you know, even you may even see All Lives Matters here and there. There's no Trump flags and signs <laughs> where we're from. And what I think, <laughs> what I think kind of initiated that uncomfortable feeling is yeah. that the house directly across the street mm-hmm. you know you know when someone in your neighborhood is is having a gathering because the car starts showing up and you kind of peeking out and you might see the people coming in and out yeah so the house directly across the street had the gar- they weren't having anything nothing was going on yeah they had the garage raised and a full-size trump flag hanging in the garage. Mm-hmm. The garage is open. Nobody's in a garage. Nobody's outside. Yeah. And it's just kind that. of there. It was like, I see y'all. I need y'all to see me. Yeah. So it was, mm. you know. Yeah. So it was one of those, you no, know, mind your P's and Q's, keep your head in the swivel type, type thing. And, Cause I Google where she was going. I was like, "Yeah, I'm rolling. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm rolling with I'm, you. I'm a roll with you. You know, there nothing may not happen, but in the chance that I don't go this one time, you know, yeah. So, but uh, so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that 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 that's how that. Uh, first work function went. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and we didn't, and we did not stay long. No, we did not we stay did long. Not stay long. I, I didn't eat. I didn't drink any water. I actually prepped for a podcast episode the whole time I was there. So, mm. yeah, um, Joe. So, kind of staying on this. Um, what? Go ahead. Go ahead, babe. What you, um, what you got? We're talk we're talking black and brown, but let's uh let's what? give the 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 <laughs> while we're black and brown, while we're talking black and brown with Joe, because they know he's from Bold Talk by Joe podcast, but they don't know who Joe is. So Joe Yeah, I was I'm sorry. Yeah, that that's what you good, you good. <laughs> I'll just sit back and moderate. You good, babe, you good. <laughs> so Joe for the people who who don't know who who both talk about Joe is you're Mexican correct yes that's correct do you do you refer to yourself as a chicano no you don't can you explain what the difference is please for for the people so the chicano is a mexican american mm-hmm. so Basically, if your parents are from Mexico and they have a child in the United States, and that's what that's what people call a Chicano, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm born in Mexico, and I just came to the U.S. from uh, 
Mexican parents. Well, my dad was born in Texas, but he's he was just born there. Mm-hmm. Just happened to be born there. And uh, but everybody else is from from Mexico. So that's the that's the difference. So like a lot of people, they're like, oh, we're you know, they're like Latinos or this. And it's like when they ask me, he's like, Well, where are you? Well, I'm well, I'm Mexican. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're Latino. I was like, No. Oh, you're Hispanic. And I'm like, No, I'm from Mexico. I am Mexican. Right. That's there's there's no other designation for where I'm from. It's and- that's where I'm from. And you know what? I'm glad you say that because we get so hung up on being politically correct and not offending. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. But one of the schools that I worked at, we had a very high um, ESL, English as Second Language Population. And of our ESL population, 98% were Latinos. And we had even gone through this, you know, before we called them Latinos, you know, it would either be Mexican or Cuban or we normally said Hispanic. But then we went through this whole um, cultural diversity training where we visited the neighborhoods where most of our kids came from. And the big thing was you don't call them Hispanic, you call them Latinos, because Hispanic implies it's from Spanish origin, whereas when you say Latinos, it implies that it's Latin American, and that's more inclusive. So just to hear you even make that clarification, no, you know, I would have thought I was okay, just, he's a Latino, you know what I'm saying, where you're like, no, I'm Mexican. And the whole Chicano thing was new to me today. You know, just I had heard it before, but never knew what it was. I never, in hearing it, I thought it had a negative connotation. So it's not something that I would have ever said. No, I I knew it wasn't. That's why. I I mean, I if it was, I I wouldn't have said it. (laughs) You know what I mean? I I wouldn't I wouldn't even attempt to try to offend anybody Mm -hmm. by saying that. But I just for clarification, right? you know, pur- purposes. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this, Joe, my brother. Uh, do, do you, I think we, we've talked about this once before because I think I sent you a text because I was feeling some kind of way and then you, you really wasn't, but I was feeling some kind of way. Um, Seco de Mayo. And I was like, Joe, I forget. I can't remember the the text that we did, but I was like, how how, how do you feel about that when other cultures are celebrating Cinco de Mayo, and then now you get like everybody goes crazy over Taco Tuesdays, and then and then like me being having a culinary background, it's like, dude, those ain't even tacos. That's Taco Bell. That doesn't even <laughs> count as tacos. You know what I mean? It, it, I get. I get I get frustrated, but you you was just like, hey, man, you know, it 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 is, you know, it's just it's America, <laughs> you know what I mean? But but just for this, how 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 do you feel about that? You know, when you see other cultures celebrating like Seco de Mayo, because I because I feel like they using it as a as an excuse just to just a party, 
not actually knowing the culture or the, or the reasoning behind it. And that's what I was going to say. How do you feel about, because when you hear everybody, generally speaking, others get excited about Cinco de Mayo. It's just about going for discounted margaritas. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I, I feel like um, if you want to celebrate something, or whatever it is, right? In this country, I feel that you, you wanna you wanna celebrate it the right way. At least know a little bit about what you're doing. I just don't like the fact when you celebrate to mock, use mm-hmm. it as mockery. Mm-hmm. So like if you're dressing like you're Mexican and you're screaming the you know doing the whole screaming of it or trying to pronounce trying to talk how they you know how they they think that we would talk mm-hmm. right right and kind of making a, a mockery of it or that's that's a, that's that's the stuff that i don't like i'm okay with you celebrating you know anybody celebrating the holiday and just being respectful and understanding that it's you know there's a lot more to the holiday than just drinking alcohol and mm-hmm. trying to talk like you're mexican and putting a mustache on and you know walking around the streets acting foolish right because some people do get offended you know Mm -hmm. some people do i i'm used to you know i've at first i would get offended at everything now i'm just used to people you know i i I know how people are now you know they're just some people just don't understand and they just want to make fun of other people and just go out there and fight everybody you know what i mean so it just Mm -hmm. i just let it be but yeah i mean to me when i see stuff like that like if i'm i mean i don't celebrate cinco de mayo you know what i mean but Mm -hmm. if i I see stuff like that when people are just, you know, I just look at my wife and I'm like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's no reason to act like that. It's just disrespectful. Um, especially if, if you're not from that heritage, mm-hmm. it's even worse. Right. But, you know, a, a, a lot of Mexican people or Chicanos or you know, with the Mexican heritage, right. Um, they also act silly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then that's the, that's the biggest problem is, it's that's that's the reason why people look at us that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, hmm. so if you it, like, when you know from the black community, brown community, you know, whatever color they want to designate us, Mexican people, right? Because mm-hmm. we're you know, we don't need we can't even pick. It's like it's either you're white or Hispanic or mm-hmm. Latino, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, but you know, so. The, the main problem is, is the, I feel that the reason why people look at us differently is because we don't respect each other in the communities. So I see a lot of like my Mexican people do a lot of stupid stuff. And I mean, well, if they see us do that to ourselves, if we act like animals, we're animals to them. Mm-hmm. You know, if we act ignorant, we're ignorant to them. Mm-hmm. So... I, I feel like a lot of this stuff, like, you just got to res- respect the culture, and especially respect the people. You respect your people. You right. know what I mean? At least during that holiday. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Because a lot of Mexican people or Hispanic people, you know, Chicano people, they're out there causing chaos and just, you know, it, sometimes it's it's tough, you know, to see things like that. And, you know, but can't stop it. Yeah. I can definitely relate. Do I you... This is kind of random. Do you often get mistaken as like Puerto Rican or 
just a, a light skinned black dude with straight hair. Do I mean no, I'm I'm being I'm I mean I'm it's it's funny, but I'm gonna tell you something, mm-hmm. Joe. Cause I mentioned this once before, like I have I have my seasons where mm-hmm. my tan's a little bit darker, and then I have my seasons where I'm about your complexion. I'm a whole lot lighter. So there's times where I have Dominicans walk up to me and just start talking to me. And I'm like, no, like we, yeah, we look the same, but I'm, no, I, I don't know what you're saying. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had other Mexicans, truck drivers, jump on the dock, start talking to me. And I'm like, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know what you're saying. And then once I start talking, he's like, oh, I see, you know. So then he he gets it and then and then it, it it's happened to me. I, it's happened to me with Dominicans. It happened to me with Puerto Ricans. It's happened to me with Mexicans. Mm-hmm. You know, because sometimes like my complexion, and then uh, surprisingly, a lot of Mexicans, Hispanics have green eyes or hazel eyes. Mm-hmm. So there's times where they look at me, and I may I may resemble mm-hmm. a cousin. You know, a brother, and I, we probably are cousins somewhere <laughs> down, somewhere down the line. You know what I mean? But ha- have you ever had that where somebody might have mistake you? Uh, I think the the most was when I was a little bit younger. They thought I was Italian. And really? They, I don't have a whole lot of a, uh, which is weird. And I have a good story for that. But the my accent is not like, for instance, my father's accent. Mm-hmm. I mean, so people would, people wouldn't, they couldn't tell that I was born in Mexico and then came over here and learned English. You know, I mean, my grammar's a little bit off once in a while, but mm-hmm. they're like, you don't, you don't have like that thick accent if you were just, you know, learned. Because a lot of people that come from Mexico and come to the U.S., uh, 15, 13 years old, whatever, they have an accent. Because you can, you can tell, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And that's what they were like, well, you don't have an accent. I mean, for some words, I do. Mm-hmm. So people would always tell me, "Are you, are you, are you Italian?" I'm like, "No, I'm from Mexico." Yeah. Oh shit, that's uh, weird. Yeah. Maybe because tan. I don't know. I mean, that you don't sound Mexican. Like, you, you know what it could be? It could be the nose. Could be. It yeah. could. It could be the nose. No, I'm, I'm being. I'm being serious. It, it could be the nose. You want to hear a funny story? Go. So, this is a good one. So I was uh, I was in, I was in high school. It was a it was like high school, and I played ice hockey, right? Which is weird in Arizona, right? Because it's hot as hell. <laughs> and, uh, and 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 you know, in the hell have you ever heard of Mexican people playing hockey, ice hockey? So that's just more weird, right? So I was the only brown kid playing hockey, mm-hmm. but uh, I worked inside the ice rink. Inside the ice rink, there was a pizza place, and I was a pizza guy. I throw the pizzas in the air, and you know what I mean. So after the after work, I'll go practice, and uh, you know because we played the games on the on the weekends. Where all of a sudden, tons of people, man, starts people start pouring in, you know, like over time and taking pictures of me, and I was like, oh, that's cool, you know, <laughs> and uh, they're watching me throw the pizza up in the air, 
And then uh, finally, some dude was in on waiting for his food, right? Or just ordering. And he's like, hey, man, you got a minute? I was like, yeah. Is it okay if we take a picture with you? Uh, I don't know, man. I, I was like, I don't, you know, I'm, I have to tell my, ask my manager. No, you know, we, we really understand that, you know, you don't have to be shameful of your past. He's like, we understand that, you know, shit happens. And, uh, man, you're, you were great. So I looked at the guy and my, my manager goes, just go take a picture of him. And I was like, okay. So I go take a picture. And then he's like, here it is, guys. This is the guy I was telling you about. It's him. They thought I was the karate kid. Oh, oh my God. They thought you was Daniel Russo? Yeah. Because when I was <laughs> younger, I, I looked like him. I stick my hair back. But I wasn't trying to be. But that's who they thought I was. And they thought that I just... You know, over time, he just, damn, he became a pizza guy. Right. Fell on hard time. And they thought it was him. Wow. Damn. Yeah. How long did that go on before you realized what it was? For for a while, because people were taking pictures. (laughs) (laughs) Just watching me throw the pizza in the air. Oh, wow. But it wasn't. It was that guy was going around telling people that, yeah, you know, this guy's probably lost all his money. And he's just trying to do a normal life. And yeah, so when I told the guy, I'm like, no, man, that's not me. It's all right, man. <gasps> oh, my God. That's, that's a good one. That's, that's classic. Yeah. That's classic. Yeah. I wonder how many of those people still show that picture. Because I know somewhere, I know. someone's like, hey, this is the karate kid. It's somewhere. It, yeah, it's framed up in yeah. somebody's house sitting next to grandma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This is that time, yeah. Wow. Oh wow. An imposter. Yeah, he's an imposter. <laughs> that's good. That's, that's a yeah. That's a that's a classic. That's a good one. That's so, a good one. Mm-hmm. So, Joe, what what's been your experience with the black and brown communities trying to uh, you know bridge a gap? Do do you feel like there's like a like a a gap of uh, acceptance between the two cultures? You know, I feel like it's different and and depends where you're from. Okay. I, I feel that that's, uh, I've always felt that way. If you're, if you're from Chicago, you're from Brooklyn, you're from, you know, a lot of those places, you, you grew up together. You know what I mean? It's, mm. it's Mexican, black people, we're all together in there. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And some of them even, you know, Talk like, you know, they say the same words. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and people get offended, but it's like, well, they're 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 born there. They're raised there with mm-hmm. everybody. Everybody's together. You know what I mean? Still shouldn't be, you know, shouldn't be saying shit like that. But, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's what, that's how they were, that's, that's where they were born and raised. But I feel that, um, I mean, I've always gotten along. I mean, when we were kids, our neighbors were black. Mm-hmm. But when we were kids... There was no color. That's that's the difference. My father and my mother never designated a color to nobody. Mm-hmm. So my neighbor was just my neighbor. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, my, my dad never walked out there and said, hey, uh, you know, my neighbor, go go help him out. And for me, it's insane. Who? Uh, our black neighbor. There was none of that. Right. It was just neighbor. Mm-hmm. White, black, Filipino, was just 
we had no color until later. Then I realized when I was like 18 years old, 19 years old, stuff like that, when I was like, holy shit, everybody's like separated by color. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I grew up as a kid. Everybody was the same to me. You know what I mean? It was just, um, but Excuse me. I don't know. I feel like sometimes we kind of go at each other and there's, there shouldn't be a need for that, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and we should be more supportive of each other. Um, I feel like the more and more goes on where uh, we get discriminated and stuff like that. I feel like we get a little bit closer. Mm-hmm. It's just the people that don't understand the concept of um, we're in it together. Mm-hmm. You know together. what I mean? Like we're in it together and we have to act that way. And just some people just don't get it still. You know, they kind of still go at it. But yeah, I mean, the gap. I feel like it's always we we've always been there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just there's some people that just they're reluctant. I I was I was gonna say I I I hear what you're saying because I think in in other states and cities they are it, there is a more of a fluid between the two mm-hmm. communities. Uh, I know growing up here. It wasn't until I was probably almost 18 and 19 that I actually started seeing, and I'm not, I can't, I can't tell you 100% sure, there was either Dominican, Cuban, or Mexican. You start kind of seeing them kind of popping up in the neighborhood, you know, moving in, the families moving in. Now, like our street, there's probably about four or five families. But it's but it's mixed. It's very mixed. I mean, it, it is Mexican, it is Cuban. You know what I mean? I've I've had you know, the house beside us is used as like a kind of a renter's house type <clears throat> where um they work construction. So what they do is they come up from Miami, work up here for about six, seven months, stack their money, leave, and then like another group comes in. So we don't you know. I, I I've talked to a few of them that that has came in. You no, know, that has moved in. So that's how I know. But it, they're cordial. You know, I wave, they wave. I say hey, they say hey. But there's like really no a lot of interaction. So you know, with that, you kind of get. You know, you don't want to overstep the comfort comfort zone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I guess I asked you that because I feel like there 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 has been some type of a build of stereotype between the two communities. And I, and I like what you said, Joe, about you know growing up as a kid, and I wish we could maintain that kid like innocence because racism is taught. You know. I grew up um, in a multicultural neighborhood. You know, there there were blacks and whites um, and others. I don't know, you know, what their cultural background was. And it wasn't anything to me. Um, and speaking, you know me, I, I'm the one to do, you know, some research too. Mm-hmm. Um as a teacher, there was a time period when I noticed that there was a lot of 
I don't want to say a lot, but there was a noticeable increase in the animosity between African-Americans and um, whether it's Mexicans or Cubans or Latino cultures. Mm -hmm. And so the one thing you said is, historically speaking, we were kind of um, in the same boat because we were suffering the same oppression, the same, you know, uh, racism, you know, the struggle. But as time went on, what I did find out that a lot of tra- a lot of trends in the United States began in the state of California. And a lot of the, I guess, some of that animosity that started was related to gang wars. And it's kind of filtered or spread, but not like here in Kentucky when we were dealing with it. I remember dealing with it here in Louisville. It wasn't gang related, but when the media is portraying Mm -hmm. that type of thing. And so a lot, I feel like a lot of the, the issues or the conflict that we have is directed by media is directed by, you know, we're in a historically uh, white-ran country. So mm-hmm. they're directing the narrative. And I feel I feel like that divisiveness is what allows them to keep oppre- up oppressing us, you yeah. know? Is that, well, is that, that kind of goes along with the whole stereotype mm-hmm. that I, you know, was talking about. Because you know, now, like I said, when when I was growing up, I can't. I I don't. Maybe one. I maybe went to school. Maybe with one. No Hispanic, Mexican, or, or Cuban. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe one. But other than that, it wasn't until I got older. I guess people kind of start migrating because of jobs. You know, construction jobs and uh, labor jobs, stuff like that. So, growing up, I didn't have no type of face-to-face right none mm-hmm. you know what i mean uh now maybe gaming gaming online and didn't know that we're, we're gaming so we don't as long as you can get you know your, your kdr's up i don't care what you what you <laughs> <laughs> where you right. look like where you're from you know that let's get this win but you know but now it's like like you said now everything at some point, kind of goes back to race. Mm-hmm. At, some, at, 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 at some, it goes back to race, and it goes back to some type of a stir of of an ignorant stereotype. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy is race is something that the United States created. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know a lot of people. I've met a lot of people um, who never. You know, it's. It's a checkbox on any paperwork you fill out, whether it's a job application, housing application. If you're applying for anything, Mm -hmm. there is a a section for race. And I remember working at a school and one of our ESL teachers didn't know what that meant. She didn't know what the redlining thing was? No, she didn't know what race is. So she's like, what is this? Mm -hmm. What does this mean? She didn't know how to fill it out Mm -hmm. because it was, it was a foreign concept to her. Yeah. That was an eye opener for me. Yeah. That that's part of the red line. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, 
and, and the sad thing is, you know, it has to do with um, where you live, how you live, your, you know, your, your groceries, uh, medical, you know, you know, going to a doctor and stuff. I mean, it, it, it's it it's a lot. I'm not. <laughs> I I had some other shit for y'all, but mm-hmm. I'm not gonna do it today. Thank, thank you. I got. I went down rabbit hole yesterday. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do it uh, today. But I was gonna ask you, uh, Joe. Uh, I th- I sent you a video a while back. Uh, it was it was a video I found on TikTok about the guy was talking about some Mexicans had had just bought a house. It was an abandoned house. Mm. You remember you remember that? And then like by the time he yeah. got home, they had already like replastered the you know the whole wall, the whole house. He said I walked mm-hmm. in. He said it was a whole new house. He said between but ten hours before that, it was a rundown. He said it was it was the abandoned house, mm-hmm. and he but the message that wasn't the message. The message was he had a community of people to help him accomplish that. Mm-hmm. And me being a black man, I'm gonna be honest with you. There's, I I I do feel I do get a little bit of envy of the Mexican and Hispanic community because of how close y'all are. Y'all are always willing to help each other. You know, there's not always, there's no strength attached. You know what I mean? You, you're doing it to help build each other up, not to gain something from one, from one another. So how, 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 how do you think, what, what is it that you think that the black community or the black culture can learn from from you know the Mexican Hispanic culture and vice versa? What what th- th- just give me your thoughts on that? Uh, you know, I think um, I think that that is a little bit of the version of the old okay Mexican okay. version okay. Uh, you know, there's the I feel like we've lost a little bit of that with the generations. Um, I feel like back, you know, my my father generation for me, like my my generation, my father's generation. You know, there it, it was like that all the time. I mean, I grew up like that. Mm-hmm. So always, like my father when he married my mother, uh, he went and bought a house in Mexico that just destroyed. And his brothers, their friends, everybody got together and put this house together uh, as a wedding gift. You know what I mean? And everybody came, just join in, and they built the house. So when my father and my mother married, they moved into this house, and that was the house that we grew up in. You know, so that that was all. That used to be like that all the time. You know, I feel like it's changed a little bit just because uh, I feel like we're losing the culture uh, when we come here. And I feel like a lot of it's so big that it's going over now. Mm-hmm. And people are in Mexico basically becoming Americanized living in Mexico. You know, I, mean, I feel like it's it's jumping over to other places mm-hmm. and the culture is, is going away. So what, and I what feel like, sorry to cut you off. So what, what is that culture that you're speaking of? Well, it's, 
the culture, well, you know, the culture is a lot of different things, right? It's what you're used to cooking, what you're used to doing, your ideas, your values, mm-hmm. uh, how you grew up, right? How you, uh, yes, sir, no, no, sir, yes, ma'am, you know, uh, opening the doors. People now think that opening the doors is about being an alpha male. Mm-hmm. It's like opening the doors was just being a gentleman when yeah. we were growing up. It's manners. It just makes no sense. Yeah. yeah, just having manners. If, if you drop something, you grab it, you pick it up, right? You give it to them. Uh, just different different things, right? Helping somebody with groceries or helping your neighbor. Um, just having respect, right? Respecting your teachers, respecting just that is is all when you put it together. It's your part of your culture. Everybody getting together for the holidays, Christmas, and all this, and and being together. Now it's more of a like separate. Everything's kind of lose your. Yeah, and yeah. It's, you're losing all that. Like you're losing the manners, you're losing the respect, and that's what formed to me what forms your culture on how how you are, right? Hardworking. Um, when you th- when you say, "Oh, Mexican guys, their culture is they they work hard," yeah, but you know, eventually, if you stop doing that and you stop teaching that, then you start losing that too. So I feel like it's slowly we're losing that culture mm-hmm. um of what it is to be and a lot of people still practice it you know a lot of people are still into their culture right and uh the way things are uh, even religion right even religion is part of the culture mm-hmm. um and a lot of people are you know for us mexican people is catholic is part of our culture you know what mm-hmm. i mean we grew up catholics and we have to go to school we have to go to church every sunday we have to you know it's just part of of the culture um go ahead no i was just gonna say what i'm learning through this conversation is that we are experiencing a lot of the same things and it's not necessarily culture related but it is in the sense that everybody is trying to adopt a lot of the western beliefs and it's watering down our culture. Mm-hmm. But that's the point of what people are trying to do. But but the difference is <laughs> they had a culture. Well, they they have a culture, but they're losing it. Which is this is kind of a segue to what I had coming up next. So we we are still trying to figure out who the hell we are or where we come from. You, 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 you feel what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. I also, you're right, because we, we don't know what our culture is because we don't know our history or where it, a lot, we say Africa. Uh, that was stripped from us. Yeah. But that's not even that's not even guaranteed that we even from Africa. True. And the thing is, when we got to a point, and I say when I'm saying we, I'm talking about African Americans, where we were working together, doing things and creating our own, it was destroyed and we were killed. Mm-hmm. And that has happened so many times within a short time frame. It's like nobody's even willing to do it anymore. 
or to try to do it. Yeah. That work, you know, working together, building our own and making our own. Well, that's whether it's it, it, even even having leaders. Yeah. Because there there are a few out there who will, mm-hmm. but I'm sure they feel alone because I'm sure they don't have the same type of support system that uh, MLK had, or you know some some of the some of the other leader black leaders or African leaders that uh, black African American leaders that we had, you know, in the fifties and sixties. Mm-hmm. That same support ain't necessarily there. But you know why? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, 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 David Banner said it best. He said, "You you're not about to get me off." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, nobody. Mm-hmm. We need strong leaders like that, but nobody. There aren't very many people willing to step up to the plate because of the risk involved. Yeah, the the risk is compared to the. Um, then it's way higher. Oh now. yes, it's yeah. and, and and the repercussions is way mm-hmm. more swifter because you're yeah you because, are literally putting your life on the line. Well, I mean because of technology, mm-hmm. uh, your phones your phone is a tracker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yep. a tracker. Mm-hmm. It's a speaker. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of everything. Yeah. So it it won't take them long to find you. Mm-hmm. You know, unlike back then, you know, they actually had to send down four or five cars. Mm-hmm. People spread out throughout the city. They had to, you know, hire hire a snitch, you know, to get information, uh, informants and stuff like mm-hmm. that, you know, to bring yep. back information. Now, you ain't got Instantaneous. to. Instantaneous. You ain't got to. Yeah. As soon as you put, put a post up, a podcast or whatever, it's it's out there. A tweet, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's out there. So they they own you. But that that that's the, I just feel like that's part of part of the the envy, and it's it's a good envy, mm-hmm. you know. It, it but y'all have a more clear. I feel this, this is just me on the outside looking in, Joe. Y'all have a more clear definition of your culture. You you have a culture, and you know where it comes from. You know you come from Mexico, and then you come and you know you can you can leave Mexico and come here, but you know that you you're Mexican. You know that you can you know you're from Mexico. Twenty four seven three sixty five, where we. Some of us are sending in our DNA to all these different little sites to figure out, trying to trace back, you know, are we from uh, Kenya, you know, South Africa? You know, we just, we trying to, we trying, trying to, to fig, figure, we trying to figure shit out. So trying to piece together our heritage it, and it, our culture. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of, we have a culture that's been, that's been made. That, yeah. That we've created. That we created, but to actually know the culture that you come from that you can stand on and 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 push that we don't have mm-hmm. so that 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 is a a, a big difference mm-hmm. you know but between the two cultures definitely and i saw a uh, i was reading a report a science <laughs> it was a scientist researcher 
archaeologist, wherever the heck this guy is. And they found out that uh, after doing research that uh, the human uh, human beginnings, they started from Africa. Mm-hmm. Everybody is from, we're all from the same place. So then that gets me thinking, so why the hell are we fighting? <laughs> we're all the same. Just because your grandparents decided to go somewhere where it rains a lot and there's no sun and you got pale, doesn't mean that you're not like me. Mm-hmm. We're all the same. Yeah. If this report is right, is this is where we're all from? Because I was thinking we, we should all be from the same place, mm-hmm. right? We all had to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like Mexicans started in, at Mars and they were brought here. I mean, it was, we're all, we all started from one place. So in the end, we're all the same. You know, we're, we're all the same. We all share the same thing. We just have different complexions, different, you know, we, some of us are more tanner than others. Mm-hmm. You know, some of us have green eyes, you know, but I, I think eventually, uh, because everybody is, you know, what, what, what do they call it? They, um, uh, how do they say it? Not blended family, but, um, everybody is, is having, you know, Mexican people are having children with black people and, uh, white people are having children with interracial and interracial. Yes, interracial. Yeah. Eventually, what race is it going to be? Right. Everybody's going to be the same. Right. But everybody, no. You're you're right, but there, it's all based on power, and money, and as that happens, they're going to find a way mm-hmm. to still keep that balance of power. Mm-hmm. Because they don't want to lose power. Right. Well, I feel a lot of it is um, that's why they try to keep us down and try not try to get the black community against the Hispanic Mexican community against this other community against against Asian community against. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Because if we actually stick together, then we're powerful. Oh yeah, you know? more powerful, and they don't want that. Mm. Yeah, and that's why the it, narrative will continue to be controlled. But but the absolutely, pro- and, yeah. Well, yeah. No, uh, but the problem, but the problem is us, because we we can't unify. We find we find something to to not like about Joe. You find something not to like about Willie. Mm-hmm. You there's something. There's going to be something that you don't like and be like, you know what? This ain't going to work because I don't like them. You know, there's going to always be something. And I don't know where this stigmata has has come from, where we where it just. There there to where there is no type of uh, unity. It's a narrative that's being controlled. Right. It has come from Western culture. No, no, yeah, yeah. No, I'm get what you're saying, but I'm I'm just saying that we I I, I get what you're saying, mm-hmm. where it's coming from, but what I'm saying is I guess those of us that is woke, mm-hmm. we see it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, hey, we don't it. What you're talking about and your your reason of beef with me or why you don't like me or whatever stereotype that you think you know is totally irrelevant. 
because what is really going on is bigger than this. Right. And this is why we need to come together. Let's bridge this cat this 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 gap that we have within our communities. Come together. And like Joe said, show them who we are. But we don't have the mentality for that. There are more people who would rather have the come up for themselves Mm -hmm. than there are Mm -hmm. people who realize we're better together. Yeah. And even, there are even people who realize it, but are still, it's still me, 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 and not we, we, we. You know, maybe Joe can help me with it out with this but maybe if the Mayans clock was accurate and (laughs) (laughs) we wouldn't have to worry about this at all is this where I need to intervene at all we wouldn't have to worry come on Joe speak on it Uh, we We were way off (laughs) (laughs) thank you Joe thank you Joe he was he he was at the edge of a rabbit hole and he was trying to pull us in hey but no Hmm. but real quick I'm I'm gonna this 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 you said you weren't going to I see it in your eyes, baby. You said you weren't going to. I need new friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get me yeah, another dog. I feel like these people were like back in the day. I feel like these people were high. I feel like they were all high. All and the they time. just like, oh shit, I see an alien. And they just type they start putting shit on the wall, you know what I mean? Or writing a book. Yeah. Because they were all high. They were mm-hmm. all taking shit with their wine or you know what I mean, believing that chop somebody's head off and uh, yeah. Freaking God of the Sun is gonna come out, but I didn't feel that. It's just like they didn't understand life yet. Trying to well, figure out what the hell this thing was coming up shit. when it was raining. We we don't either. And it's funny that you. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that you even referenced that in jest about everybody being high because I just literally read us. Uh, I don't. It wasn't necessarily study a publication. It it. It was talking about how, you know, how we think, you know, with Putin and Russia and with the history that they're crazy. But are you talking they, about Yashua? What you about to say? I said Russia. Stop it. But it is <laughs> it is a documented fact that they were taking drugs in order to increase that um i don't want to say testosterone because that's not what it is but you know how um people get high and they get this extraordinary Mm -hmm. strength things that they could do that they in their mind yes yeah and that's what they were doing to the armies and even the leaders were taking these drugs so that they would have that increased power okay yeah and I'm I'm I'll have to go back and find it so I can give more details and you know, but yeah. There, there there's there's a few of those articles out. Mm-hmm. So be careful which rabbit hole. Um Right. You know, there's the whole um the heroin thing and then mm-hmm. there's the um what um there's another hallucination drug. Um Mushroom. not mushrooms, but we get close. Um 
PCP? Uh, was it PCP? It's it's some uh, type of hallucination drug. Joe knows what I'm talking about because he's been down this conspiracy uh, hole yeah. with, before. But yeah, that's what you we're we are all talking about the same, same thing. thing okay. But yes, but we we just trying to help you out. Yes, okay, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Joe. Do you have any um, black questions for us? I don't want to make you feel. Uh, hey, hey, Joe, let, let me ask you a question. If, if I invited you over to a cookout, what would you bring? Like, if I, like, would you ask me what should I bring, or would you just be like, I'm going to bring something? Well, I would just automatically bring something. But okay. I would ask if you want something special, something that you will like, that, you know, like, yeah, I like this, you know, or. Mm-hmm. I like this kind of pie or whatever, and we'll cook it. You know what I mean? So right. I, I won't come empty-handed, but right. I also don't want to bring. I also want to bring something kind of like a hey, I, as a gift. You know what I mean? Like I brought something. So, if we asked you to bring your favorite Mexican dish, what would you bring? Yes, what would you bring? Wow, see, that's the thing is, I like everything. Um, I would, I would probably bring. Uh, I'll probably bring some carne asada, you know, okay. something like that. Um, it's just a lot of the other dishes are soups, and I don't want to bring soup to. You know what I mean, that's weird. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I like. I mean, we like weird stuff. Like my favorite uh, meal is tripe, like the cow intestines. Yeah, tacos. Yeah, taco tripe. You put lettuce. I thought tomato tripe was it. tongue. No, that's lengua. So that's a soup. You can make it in a soup. The cow tongue. Okay. Yeah. So when you when you buy tripe here, it's tongue. It I is. mean, when I see it in the store, it's tripe. It's cow tongue. It yeah, it is. It's, it's kind of like Kentucky oysters. Have you ever had mm-hmm. Kentucky oysters? Chitterlings. That's the mm-hmm. that's pig intestine. It depends. Oh. Cause see, here in Kentucky, Kentucky oysters is chitterlings, but you go mm-hmm. to the Virginias, Kentucky oysters is the intestines and the balls and all mm-hmm. that in, in one meal. Yeah. yeah. I'll pass on all of it. <laughs> yeah. It's, this it's, is just the, the milk duct tripe. It's it's not the intestine where the feces is. It's mm-hmm. the intestine of the milk. It's the milk ducts. So they basically, when you go to a Mexican place, like a food market, mm-hmm. they, they're all like coiled up. It looks like, yeah. So basically, you take those out. You got to clean them all out, and they make them into this little, they slice them, and they get them crispy and brown. And yeah, hmm. it, that does sound no very. It sounds delightful. That does, does it have a nice? No, thank you. No, a nice cream sauce to no, go with you. that. Ew. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. See, no, yeah. But, no, thank you. Put a little bit of some cilantro there. on no. there, some little parsley. That's how it comes. Yes. Just See? Parsley, cilantro, onion. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of, it's delicious. Mm. Babe? No? You, like, no. You pass on that? I pass. You pass on that? Uh, I was going to say something, I forgot. Right. Uh, what you got, babe? No. You got any other questions for um, John? No. 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 No? No. Okay. So I'm a I what, what since you we were talking about food. What's that? Your favorite, your favorite soul food. Joe, what would I would I would think 
Now, hopefully I get this right. No, there's no, this is your favorite soul food. So you can't get it wrong. Okay. All right. I, man. Um, this is a tough one. I just love food. <laughs> I, mean, just, I just, I don't know. Um, do you do you have any soul food restaurants out there, Arizona? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's some out here. Like, there's a few. You know, what I mean, there's a few here and there, and uh, not where I live. There's nothing out here, just <laughs> middle of nowhere. You okay. Know? But like in the city, like in the city, there's there's a few um, that are that are open and stuff like that. Um, they're always packed, so it's hard to go in there and stuff like that. But I I don't know. I mean, I I, I like everything, but pick it, Joe. <laughs> Italian food. I don't. Uh, no, Joe. Okay. No. I said soul food. Yeah, soul food. That would be like, explain it to me. So that when I say like, soul food, I thought you said like, y'all had soul food restaurants out there. No, he don't know. He's talking about he talking about Italian. <laughs> yeah. When okay. I say food, I'm no, talking. No. When I say soul food, I'm talking about uh, African American, like, like we say the yams, greens, black eyed peas, ribs. Ribs. Yeah, I wouldn't consider ribs soul food. You wouldn't consider it? It, mm-hmm. it. I think it depends on how it's cooked. But okay, okay. ribs is ribs. Okay. Mm. Oh, does uh, does like macaroni and cheese? Does that count? I take it. Yeah, I take it. But see, so that's, but that see, would be my but favorite. that's see, cause if if ribs is ribs, okay. then macaroni and cheese okay, is babe. macaroni and cheese. You're right. You are right. I mean, I was going to say ribs earlier, but I was like, I wonder if that counts because you were right. I was like, I don't know if they sell that in that because I know what you're talking about. Like, but, but like, yeah, but like he's like he said, you know, you can say say the same thing for macaroni and cheese. So, yeah, I take it. So it's just it's just the the only difference is it has has prepared and has cooked. Mm -hmm. It's cooked. Yeah, that that's what somebody else cooks it. Yeah, it's different. It's it's different. Yeah, yeah. Soul <laughs> food got some got some soul. Got make, some soul in gonna, it. Gonna make you feel some type of way. So, yeah. the question I have to end this. I'm gonna sit back. And I don't know if if you have a black card, if you have re- tried to register to get you a black card, or if you like still on hold waiting to hear back. A batch of black card. Why, Willie? Why? Or if, or even you might not want one. I mean, you might have better credit than us, so I don't know. So, you, would you, my my question. You are racist. <laughs> <laughs> you are racist. So my question is: in the first hand of spades, Joe already looks confused. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we'll move on. Uh, so, <laughs> this wasn't gonna bode well either way it goes, Joe. Yeah. Just let let let's move past that. So we'll we'll just keep your black card under further review. Stop till next next time. <laughs> no, no, you know you, <laughs> the question should have been grits, sugar. I know, but anyway. Okay, Joe, grits, sugar. Huh? Do 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 you eat grits? 
Is that the is that the stuff that's um, never mind? He don't know. Pork with with is not is not the is not the pork with the batter, or is it the? Did you say pork? Not the pork with the batter. No. Or is that the? It's kind of like cream. It's kind of like cream of wheat or farina. When you throw it on top of a biscuit. No. No. Because I've had I've had where you have the grits and biscuits and it's like a cream and they put the biscuits on top and then you have eggs on the side. But you know what? Because remember at one place you used to go to, their grits was like it. They would serve it with the biscuit. So yeah, he's that's he, how I so, got it. Yeah, I'm not a connoisseur of grits anyway, so I should stay out of it. So do so do do you like? Are are you a savory type of grits? Or are you a sweet type of grits? It has to be savory. Savory. I don't like, I don't like anything that's uh, like. For instance, you could put like there's some places that you go and they put like pineapple or they try to put some like. Yeah, all, all that extra shit. Yeah, we ain't about that. Yeah, just just give me the food. It's gotta be my favorite is it's gotta be cooked, preferably smoked. Um, mm. Everything from the mac and cheese to the chicken to the ribs, everything has to be smoked. Hamburgers. Um, that's just I don't. I prefer I prefer that. Okay. I mean charcoal. However, as long as this, as long as this smoked, whatever way you're gonna smoke it, I'm gonna eat it. I mean, I mean. Let, let's just be honest. Uh, but you have a pellet grill. Is this is this correct, Joe? That's well, yeah. That's the the easier way. I'm going <laughs> hot outside, Joe. Uh, Joe, you can a pellet grill is okay. It's okay as long as it's yeah. not a. It's okay if it's a gas grill. We're gonna have to talk. Yeah. No, no, no gas grill. Okay. See, I used to then smoke okay. outside with the mesquite and all that. Right, right. That's a hundred and something out here, yeah. and no. it's like. Yeah. Pellet, I'll pellet go grill for a little bit and shit will yeah. catch on fire. Yeah, <laughs> pellet grill is like I just throw it in there and all right, let me check it. Yeah, it. yeah, we've been yeah. we've been doing the vegetarian thing going on. This be our third week next week, and I I'm not missing being outside on the grill. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'm not missing. It's hot. All right, mm-hmm. well, if if y'all good. I'm good. This was a good conversation. Good conversation. This was one that probably could have went for about another hour or two easily. So, and I'll tell you the good thing, you know, that I walk away with is that what it doesn't black or brown, we still have a lot of the same experiences. We do. It's the same experience, a we lot do. of the same experiences. Yeah. More in common than we realize. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think we I, I think we we share a lot of the struggle. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's a little bit of differences here and there, right? Um, especially in this country, yeah, right. Uh, but I mean, this they just don't they just don't like just don't like us. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's just and it's just because you know I feel that we bring a lot to the table. Um, we're smart. Uh, you know, we're we're just there's a lot. Of uh, like our cultures are where you know us people, black community, brown community, and all that. We we bring so much, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's scary to to a place like this. Mm-hmm. Um, they would try to keep us uh, separated. But like I said in the beginning, I think that in order for us to change this, it has to start within our communities. 
Um, because, you know, when something happens, we break our shit. We catch our shit on fire. Yeah. We freaking, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. why, you know, why, why are you hurting our people? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, we need to respect, we need to respect each other in our communities. And, mm-hmm. and I think, I think we'll, it, it would change. But if we don't respect each other, uh, amongst each other, then we're going to have a tough time trying to get anything. Exactly. We're not gonna be, we're not gonna be strong enough, you know what I mean. But I do have one question before we end it, mm-hmm. um, and this is like, it's, I'm sure you're a bunch of times, but I've been hearing it a lot in uh, on Twitter and all that stuff. Um, when I when I was growing up, my I was in fifth grade. I can't remember what grade, fourth grade, fifth grade. My history teacher was a black lady that used to put a bunch of movies. Uh, we saw a bunch of like, uh, what was it like, Roots, Roots, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, all all those movies, right? And she gave us an explanation uh, on what the N word was for her. This was random. So some of the kids probably were saying something they weren't supposed to be saying, and she was upset. Right? She got upset, and she said that that word meant. Just ignorant and to never to be used ever again. But she never said anything about racism or nothing. She just <clears throat> this this word means ignorant and this was used what they used to call call us uh because we were ignorant. That's what this means. So my question is how do how do you feel when it's used amongst each other? Did you feel that I'll give you an example. Sometimes I can't really put it together, but like if if I'm Mexican, right? Mm-hmm. But if another Mexican guy was calling me a wetback, mm-hmm. I would have a problem, right? Even if he was singing it to me on on a song or something, mm-hmm. or like, "Hey, what's up, wetback?" Like, you would get your ass whooped. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even if you're my friend, I'm like, wait a minute, why, why are you calling me that, dude? Like, you're disrespecting me right now. You know what I mean? Why are you saying that shit to me? So, how would how would how do you feel when when you hear it and it's kind of just like a normal thing now it's it's everywhere it's like a it's just i feel like people are just like using left and right you know i don't like when my community hispanic mexican communities out there saying that like why are you saying that you know what i mean that you shouldn't be saying shit like that it's not even i mean if you're trying to be cool it's not working right you know i mean but how do you feel when it comes to that? When it's just amongst, is it just just a normal thing now of, of culture, or is it something that you still? Because you remember, we're talking older generation here with us, right? This is, you know, I'm not 14, 15. Right. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, it makes me cringe. It is common. It, it it has become normalized, mm-hmm. but it makes me cringe. I don't think it should be normalized. I hear people make the argument, yeah, we take it and we make it our own. We take the neg- the sting out of it. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm sorry. I'm trying to find the book. The name of the book, the um, Lynch book. 
What is that? I got it. I just can't remember. I can't remember what it's called. So, for me, now, when I was younger, it was nigga, 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 nigga. When I was mm-hmm. young, it's different now. Uh, now that I have done more research on my own, mm-hmm. uh, part of my journey is growth. I have, I have, I found, I found some things. Uh, was it the Lynch letters? I don't know. Well, anyways, part of this, they think the word originally came from Niger, which is a river. Mm-hmm. You heard, you heard this, the, the Niger River in Africa? Mm-hmm. Well, that was also one of the places where they would collect slaves. Mm. Well, Africans. So, because some of the Portuguese and Europe, Europeans could not pronounce it correctly, in short, they were called nigger, a niger. So then it kind of developed once it hit the 13 colonies into nigger. Mm. So, also, the original definition of nigger is someone that is ignorant, Someone that is uh, poor, mm. uh, someone without. If you look, if you if you can find like one of the old Webster dictionaries, I don't, you may better find it on Google. I don't know, but if you like find one like one of the old uh, Webster dictionary, it does have that definition in there. Uh, there are people, black people in England. When I think that that word, that word doesn't have the type of potency there that that it, that it does here. Mm. Uh, to answer, um, I hope I'm not taking the long. I, I am taking the long yeah. way. Well, you know what, cut, Joe, cut, Joe, cut across the field. Cut across the no, field. No, no, Joe. Joe brought me here for a reason. So. <laughs> <laughs> So, of course, it was something that was used as part of uh, slavery um, technique. We didn't have names. So they just called you nigger. Nigger, nigger was nigger baby, the nigger winch, and the nigger male. Then they gave us made-up names. You know what I mean? But other than that, you, you, were, still a, you were still a nigger. So then at some point, I don't know exactly when, black people thought it would be a great idea. Let's just take the R off of it and just put an A. And then we just we'll just take the word and 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 we'll flip that control around and make it as a part of an embrace within the culture. So instead of nigger, it's still it's now it's nigger. It's still the same word. The history behind the word the, is still the, the, the history. Same. So even though your name is Joe and somebody calls you Joseph, your name could be Joseph, but you may just go by Joe. Your name is still Joe, even though, you know, no, I'm sorry. Your name may be Joseph, but you may go by Joe, 
So even though I call you Joe, you your your name is still Joseph. You're you're still Joseph. So it's the same thing with the nigger and the nigger. It is it's I can see then and now how we would look at it as a, as as some type of embracement. But it's 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 really it's it's not it it's it's still another form of slavery, of mental slavery. Mm. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's still a form of slavery. Uh, we talked about this with conversations with Ken folk about how we pass our trauma on to our kids by uh, discipline, the way we discipline them, you know, through spanking or verbal. Uh, it's the same thing that they did in slavery. So all, we, all we're doing is this continuing the cycle mm-hmm. of mental slavery and mental slavery. That's all we're doing. Because in some, some aspect, even though we're trying to give our kids some type of discipline, it's still some type of control. Trying to beat them into submission. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I don't know if that answers your question. I know I went on a, yeah. what what you call it, tangent. Or whatever. So, how do you feel about it? How do I feel about it? I feel I feel like we need to let it go. It need it. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't be using it. That that's how I feel. Yeah. We 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 shouldn't we shouldn't be referring to ourselves as a nigger. I don't care what the Urban Dictionary may say. I don't care. <laughs> it it shouldn't be used because it's still it is still a part of slavery. It is a term that's part of slavery. It's a uh, a weapon that was used during slavery. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we we should not. All we're doing is we 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 are continuing to pass mental trauma to each other. Mm. So, and I, I feel like because of the trauma, mm-hmm. um, I feel that. It's hard for people to get past because it just keeps going, mm-hmm. it just keeps going on. You know what I mean? It's like it's like a big circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like you have to break that circle somehow, and mm-hmm. I, I think it goes with a lot of people with with everything. People that have been abused, uh, or you know, abused by parents, and you know whatever. It's just a big circle. So you're trying to break it for if you were a child that was abused, and you have a lot of trauma. You definitely, if you you treat your children like they treated you, then you just keep going on with that circle. But you have to break that circle mm-hmm. so your children don't go through what you go through, mm-hmm. so they don't teach your grandchildren. And I feel like the reason why I ask that question is because this is all a big circle. Mm-hmm. All of us, we're a big circle, mm-hmm. and until we break that circle, they're always gonna hold us. Yeah, I mean, they're always gonna keep us in check. Mm-hmm. Somehow, because you don't see anybody out there like Martin Luther King, like Malcolm X. You don't see anybody out there anymore. Over. Yeah. No. Now, now they're all on social media now. Every now and then you may hear or see one here or there, but they're basically on social media now. Because that's just. Where's all. That's the platform. Where's all the people that used to fight for people? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Just. And it's it's almost. As if they have beat us into submission on that point, 
because nobody's willing to step up because of the risk involved. Because the risk, and like you say, it's keep, keeping us in check. The name of that book is called The Willie Lynch Letter and the Making of a Slave. You ever heard that book, Joe? No. It's like 15 pages long. It's a very thin book, and it's basically a tutorial. Willie Lynch, okay. Yeah, it's basically a tutorial on how to make and break your slave. Jeez. They actually, it's it's a manual. Yeah, it's like fifteen pages long. Yeah, Damn. I have a copy of. Yeah. I, I couldn't I couldn't remember. I knew it was something Lynch, but and yeah, you'd really be amazed at the ta- what what the instructions are. Yeah, yeah, and some of it is still being used. A lot of it right now, mm-hmm. and a lot of say, and and yeah. some and some of it because of we're so. Trained and lobotomized, we're doing it on each other. So it's like, oh, I ain't get. We don't have to do no more. We can just sit back because they're they're doing the work for us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. mm. it's true. Mm-hmm. So it's true. Yeah. Well, baby, you you look you look a little on fatigue over. You yeah. hung, you hungry? I'm 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 tired. I've been going since like what five thirty six o'clock this morning. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, Joe, uh, I appreciate you. Thank you for coming on. This was a great conversation. Great conversation. Yeah, one that needed to be had. Another one that needed to be had. So, but brother, please uh, go ahead and do your thing. Tell them where they can find you. Tell them about your YouTube channel that's growing. Let them know. So uh, my show is uh, Bull Talk by Joe podcast, and uh, I can be you can watch me on YouTube, uh, reach me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Even though I didn't take it down, even though they they canceled <laughs> me a few times, but I'm still posting stuff on there. Um, so yeah, if you wanna, you can send me an email if you want to uh, get a hold of me. Bull Talk by Joe at gmail uh, so I'm doing all kinds of different things. Uh, video is, I'm, I'm just doing video now before it was audio, but I went back to Spotify. So now I can actually put my video on Spotify like before. Mm-hmm. So I'm back doing that. And uh, my goal is to go two episodes a week. That's my goal. I have a bunch of stuff that's pre-recorded already. Um, so I'm just trying to get it all in place. But yeah, I mean, that's that's basically it. My show is basically mostly on Spotify and Apple, Apple Music, Apple Podcast. Sweet. It's a dope show. You definitely got a um, good thing going with the AI. Mm. Uh, mm. Something I meant to ask you is, what, what are you going to do when Skynet goes live? Okay. I give myself a Sarah with, Connor doll. <laughs> and with that, people, <laughs> All right. take us out, babe. Okay. <laughs> Till next time, kings and queens. Got me so blind